Welcome to a spooky haunted house of decline. <laughs> scary. Did scary in the said scaly? Scaly. <laughs> it's lizards. Scaly. Yeah, it's uh there's lots of lizards in the atmosphere. Lizards are scary. I've never found lizards to be that threat. To be that what? Threatening. Oh, I've never threat- found lizards to be a source of fear. Like, they've always seemed underfoot to me. I've never been afraid of, like, the giant lizards or the lizard people. Hmm. Insects. I'm afraid of, like, giant insects. That shit'll freak me out. But in terms of, like, I, I, th- I don't know. I think the lizard heads, the idea of having, like, lizard humanoids uh, is, uh, you know, it's kind of cute. You know, it's, it's kind of a cute idea. So you, how like much it. Morrowind have you played? Uh, I've not played a lot of Morrowind, but there's a, a species of lizard people in that, right? Yeah, I think, and then in Skyrim, too, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what, well, what were you, I think before the show, what I was asking you on this special horror-themed episode of House of Decline is, what was your most positive memory from your drinking days? My, my most positive memory from my drinking days, this, I, there might be another one, but this one was really good. Uh, and so okay. shout out to, uh friend of the show dave this was <laughs> i think maybe the first time dave and i hung out and it was a sort of near the i think you guys were graduating um mm-hmm. or it might have been graduating in 2012 i'm not really sure can't can't yeah. really place the year it was either 2011 or 2012 i think so didn't you graduate a year late no, I graduated within four years. You graduated I on graduated. time. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but you stayed an extra year. I, so I don't, I don't, I don't recall. The what, timeline is messed up in your head. It may have been because you were drinking. Yes, <laughs> but so Dave wanted to throw a tiki torch party, but Dave had a right. problem, and the problem was he did not have any money to buy tiki torches. Um, <laughs> so what we what we did was Dave hatched a plan. I guess I say we, but Dave hatched a plan. So mm-hmm. I was basically the driver. Um, I drove, right. uh, I drove, I was the driver for the operation to get some right. money to buy some tiki torches and beer. We needed money for tiki torches and beer. So right. what Dave decided to do was because everyone was graduating, he knew nobody was going to need their textbooks anymore. And so it was a Sunday and everyone was hungover. And we went to everyone's house in Tivoli and walked just like we were walking into people's houses without knocking because Dave kind of knew everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And we were like, hey, do you need your textbooks? And most people were like waking up hungover and like, what? <laughs> like, can we have your textbooks? So we took yeah. everyone's textbooks and then we went and sold them at the Bard bookstore. Yeah. Got, I think, $44. Then nice. we went to Home Depot, bought like six tiki torches, and then we had 20 bucks left over or so. So then we went to Stewart's and bought four cases of Mountain Brew, and I had a discount. Right. So we had <laughs> all, all the trappings for a tiki torch party. We set up the tiki torches along the way to the waterfall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the top, like sort of the terrace where the paved over swimming pool was? Yeah, yeah, you were and having a tiki we torch told party, everyone, which means something very different now. Dave told everyone to come to the tiki torch party with the free beer, and mm-hmm. a shit ton of people showed up. <laughs> and well, nothing, Dave, he knows how to network. And nothing nothing bad happened to me that night, I think. 
but you were very drunk. That said, yes, that's your but most positive not memory. too drunk. Not okay. throwing up. Didn't have a didn't didn't nothing like no drama for me. I'm sure there's drama for other people. Yeah, um, the tiki torch party. I right? remember seeing people like blacked out and vomiting. Were people like falling into the river and just falling. I don't know, maybe. But to me, I felt proud. I was like, I helped. <laughs> we put together a really sick night, putting together these parties. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you lost out on your true calling as an events as an events planner. I uh, the only other time I felt that good was when I I hand. This is one of my most evil deeds. Okay. Um, it may have been on a Halloween. I was playing a show in the city. I believe it was with the, my old band, The Rectangle. The Darien mm-hmm. Rectangle. Uh, Darien Rectangle. And I was kind of in a bad mood. And I was still drinking. Yeah. And I came across a guy who was, came up to me on the roof where everyone was smoking cigs. And he was so, he was like dangerously drunk. Like, mm-hmm. and I gave him, he was like, he wanted a drink. So I just gave him my glass of whiskey. And that was bad because he was, he shouldn't have had any more. And mm-hmm. I always been like, I hope that guy didn't die. <laughs> you know, because I gave him probably just enough whiskey to give him alcohol poisoning. Oh, that's uh, th- that's well, you know, uh, sometimes you have to you have to fight your enemies. Well, that I, person I'm doing was public, blighting you. I'm doing public atonement for it right here. Um, the, you, this is your confessional. You're yeah. getting really Catholic here. The listeners are the listeners are my pope. Exactly. Yeah, we follow whatever they say. You know, we do whatever we. They say jump. We say how low. Mixed it up on. How low do you want us to set the bar? We will exceed your expectations. Speaking of spooky Catholic shit, I I watched and greatly enjoyed Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass. Oh, it's so you didn't answer me on Twitter, so it is good. It is. I love it. I love, and I get why people would be turned off by it because it's uh, very monologue-y, heavy-handed Catholic grief narrative. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but if you just if you like that vibe, if you're into like a bunch of uh, you know Irish novel transplants, like bad Irish novel transplants in New England, you know. Saying well, I watch. Everything. I curse your name, Joe Colley. You know they're they're using everyone's proper Christian names mm. the whole time, and you know it's it feels it's old timey and stagey in a in a it's it's very it's like watching a seven hour play, which sounds excruciating, <laughs> but it's actually really good. I watch everything in, that in Hamish Linklater is in. So Hamish Hamish Linklater. <laughs> uh, He's he's great. He's got that great um, Hamish Link letter, and I'm putting a lot of emphasis on my words, and I'm giving a lot of meaning to the. I'm not. I'm already breaking the voice, but he's Hamish Link letter is great in it. He plays this uh, overbearing preacher, but uh, no character in the show is one note except for the crazy the crazy uh, acolyte lady, uh, Bev. Who is, I mean, Mike Flanagan's his own guy, but he's very much indebted to Stephen King. So it has a lot of the hallmarks of like a Stephen King thing. There's the overbearing uh, Christian woman is is in it. She's all, she's like a character that's also like Miss, uh, Miss Carmody in The Mist. They have mm. that overbearing Christian woman that turns, that's like a, a figure. I, so, I mean, it also borrows heavily from Salem's Lot so as spooky, well. So um, spooky, I'm assuming spooky things transpire. 
No, it's it's very it's not a scary show, but it's it's an incredibly sad show. It's very sad. That's what I would say. It's more it's a very feel bad because there's this looming sense of inevitability throughout the entire show that oh everyone's fucking doomed. But it's and it, hmm. it's it talks about its main theme is about why people are pushed to do certain things. Is this um, general fear of death it makes the it makes the argument that thanatos is sort of the driver of human instinct right and he's uh, of course the greek god of jerking off right yeah I, I, ever try and jerk off with a scythe it's crazy you <laughs> <laughs> sh- uh-huh. just shaving all your shaft hairs down uh and then the stubble makes no it too painful to continue Right, yeah, it's like jerking off a sandpaper, but your penis is the sandpaper. <laughs> well, I I finished a book, uh, so ding, 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 uh, ding. You you won. I finished the book, uh, the new Carl Ove Nausgaard book. Nausgaard, people yeah. like Nausgaard because he's uh, Proust but horny. Um, yeah, what I like, what I posted on Twitter was he, he the, the memory isn't triggered by a, a cookie. As it is in Proust, the memory is triggered by driving your psychotic wife to the hospital. <laughs> and like, that's, that's like what happens. Like this guy's like driving his psychotic wife to the hospital and he's like, this is triggering memories. And then you just go off into his memories for 40 pages. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You've been talking about your own memories in a Nouse Guardian way. Your recollection of times drunk uh, had a Nouse Guard bent to it. Yeah. I don't, I don't litter my recollections with music recommendations like he does which is a very funny thing he's always i don't know where he got this tick maybe it's a brett easton ellis tick but he's constantly it's high fidelity he loved high fidelity the he's, movie he didn't like, read the like, book but so i'm driving my psychotic wife to the hospital listening to peter gabriel's like third album <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album that's very funny i mean music colors memory it provides things you know uh uh it, we especially now we really depend on licensed music in film and other media to add character to a scene or give it a certain mm. well uh, it's a certain easy bent to you it. get you get it for free in a book you just because you, you can just write the the title um yeah the name or of the you book do with is, the surprise yeah the name of the book is the morning star it's pretty good i'd say wait for paperback but uh, mm-hmm. it's a very like christian and talks about god and basically the plot is like it's armageddon a star appears in the sky and the devil comes back and everybody in norway starts acting real weird uh man norwegians acting weird about the devil that can that would never happen yeah Uh, cool stuff happens like uh, one character is a nurse who works in a psych ward and one of the patients escapes and she has to go chase them and she's like really addicted to pills and she couldn't get any pills that day. And so she's like got a horrible headache and she has to chase this naked psycho who ran into the Norwegian woods. And then in there she encounters the devil who has come back. Mm-hmm. And it's a bad time. <laughs> uh, and then uh-huh. like, the whole time she's just having these memories and recollections that he goes into great detail. But it's also a bit of a horror book about mm-hmm. the Armageddon. Yeah, it's cool. See? Every everything is a, everything is horror. Every genre, secretly, all romances are horror because eventually one of them will die before the other, or they'll both die in a horrible accident. Uh, you know, everything is. That's why I like horror. It is the ur genre. It is from whence all other genres are wrought. 
because everything is in opposition to it. That is my that is my hot take is that because fear is the most fear is the most transcendent emotion. It is the most basic emotion. That is why horror is the uh, most basic genre, or at least the one that is able to most effectively titillate that lizard-brained instinct. Yeah, you have, didn't we talk about li- the lizard people already? Yeah, the lizards are coming up. I'm <laughs> wow. thinking about lizards. You know, I'm thinking about lizards because just before this, um, I was, I just, uh, y- have you seen that new Netflix series, Inside Job? No, but Netflix has really been putting out a lot of content. That's how they, they need to get every person. They have to catch them all, not unlike Pokemon, and they got to get them to pay fourteen ninety five a month. Or whatever they cost now. Is it any? It's an animated no, thing. Inside, no, inside job. It's one of. It's just unwatchably bad. Mm. I was curious because, um, you know, it, uh, I had watched Star Trek Lower Decks, and that turned out to be all right. But, um, but it's in this style of adult animation, which is very uh, samey. You know, all these shows. People blame Family Guy, but it looks more like Rick and Morty. Uh, mm. And even Rick and Morty has more of a distinctive art style. But it, uh, the difference is in Family Guy, uh, they'll actually bother to animate the frames between arm movements and make like different drawings for arms and legs. So it has more depth. But with uh, Rick and Morty, they use rigging. So everybody looks like digital puppets a lot of the time. And it's it sort of it looks less fluid and natural than a traditional type of animation, which um gives everything no matter how good the production design on on it is the fact that it uses rigging just gives it the strange ghostly ugly quality which you could say that it's um like oh it's leaning into that like rick and morty is intentionally ugly but, but all of these shows are intentionally ugly and like um you uh, like i i'm trying to think of other adult animation that has this like Brickleberry, do you remember Brickleberry? That was an awful show <laughs> no. that ran for like four seasons on Adult Swim and had like had Daniel Tosh as a, a Stewie type. So character. you're anti-rigging. I'm looking it up. But rigging? It looks I'm not cool. An- it looks cool. I'm not anti-rigging, but it's in the same way that I'm not like anti-Hans Zimmer or anti-gray color grading, but it sucks when it's just totally oversaturated. It becomes the de facto uh, gimmick for a certain genre. And uh, rigging and is, is, is this what it is? It's like the, having the, the skeletal system in the computer animation. So it's, yeah. like, it's like a computer it's, animation of a full skeleton of whatever you're, you're animating. So you don't actually have to animate anything. The computer does it. Yeah, that's, I mean, you, you do motion tweens, you know, you in, instead of moving, you draw a character in one key position in frame one, and then you draw them in another key position in frame 12, and then the computer will automatically generate the intervening yeah. 11 frames for you, which is good and efficient, but it makes stuff look less natural and gives sort of an ugly quality and has that flash animation quality. Um, hmm. And I... I don't think I think it can be used well, um, but I I think there's just it, I, I lament the fact that its relative cheapness has rendered more traditional styles of animation uh, to be underutilized. Well, that is, that's interesting. I started doing a little work in the um, computer animation, very simple stuff, lines and circles, mm-hmm. and it's uh, 
not you know 2d just making a program that makes some lines and circles in 2d it's pretty mm -hmm. hard it's pretty hard stuff mm -hmm. so that rigging looks pretty cool to me but i can oh, see how cool. you you would use it as a crutch to get a get around hiring animators for your yeah. shitty netflix show i mean not even a crutch just like the business of making a, a show is investments of millions of dollars and so you're looking for ways to save time and this is a very effective way to do it do you think it was started with video games? It looks like it'd be more helpful for video it's, games. It started with flash animation. That's where mm -hmm. it really started. That's where it uh, uh, rigging came into vogue. Because, I mean, sprite animation wasn't really about rigging. You draw like uh, you, it, it was more about traditional animation because you'd have to draw like several sets of sprites in in like a traditionally animated style. And you wouldn't have a computer interpolate the remaining frames for you. You'd have to draw all the frames. And then after Sprite stopped being used, um, it, it was 3D from then on out, which does use rigging, but it's rigging looks better in 3D animation because, you know, you're actually, mm -hmm. it makes sense to have like a, a malleable puppet in 3D animation as opposed to 2D animation where like a lot of the majesty and beauty and fluidity of it is lost when you do it this mm -hmm. way. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and, uh, uh, I, you know, I'd even commend Family Guy, uh, Family Guy's animation for at least not being so lazy as to use, uh, this style. I mean, it's not, I shouldn't accuse laziness because people work very hard on these rigged shows, but, um, it just, you know, it, 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 it has a, it has a quality that is displeasing to me. Uh, and it doesn't, it's not what I value about animation. What, why I like looking at animation. Um, and not to say that it's, it's bad, but it's just like, uh, the workmanlike, mm. it, it always gives the, this workmanlike quality to stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of like a show that utilized, you know, uh, you know who utilizes actually rigging animation really good is Augenblick Studios. Uh, they did a lot of uh, work on like uh, Wonder Showsen, and uh, they did this show called Ugly Americans, which was not a great show. Like the scripts were bad; they just weren't they weren't funny. They didn't pay off, but um, it was very imaginative. And the animation, which did use a rigging style, even even though it used the rigging style, it was able to stylize it in such a way that it, it ended up looking uh, not shit. Maybe that's because the like the design philosophy was based more around like old EC comics than well, I, got, I just thought Rick and some, Morty. I got some bad news for you. Yeah. In the metaverse where we're all gonna live now. Yeah. It's animated using rigging. Oh no. Yeah. Fuck, oh I just, no! I just figured. I just figured out that it probably will be. Don't you think? Yeah, of course. We're not. It's computer animated. We'll all be little chibi versions of ourselves, and you know uh, that will be our idealized vision. We'll move into our own ego. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, once I heard the news, I signed back up for Facebook. Yeah, I got me pumped. I, I'm, I'm interested. I want to join the, the virtual reality this vr world so what facebook had basically shown is already exists it's something called vr chat and they just stole the idea 
and yeah. and, and they used a name that they stole from Neil Stevenson to do it. Um, <laughs> so it's two stolen things put together. Stolen and that's what Facebook is. is. Yeah. Facebook was stolen from the Winklevoi. The Winklevoi. The Winklevoi's. The, the yeah. Winklevoi's. But uh, it's kind of annoying that it's two stolen ideas mashed together. Um, I'm hoping that Mark Zuckerberg like chokes on his own spit and and dies. Basically, that's what I'm hoping for. Whoa! Can he say that? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh. I Mark Mark Zuckerberg. How do I think Mark Zuckerberg? Or what's the most ironic uh, or befitting way Mark Zuckerberg should die? Like uh, he should be he should be fished on Facebook. Like like he should have to get a divorce, and then he like answers a message from what he thinks is a very hot single lady, goes to meet her, <laughs> and it's unaccompanied because he's and it's, it's me. You. Yeah, <laughs> I stab him in the face, allegedly. And also satire. Yeah, it's satire. Um, satire. What I would do is I wouldn't kill him, but I would, I have no mouth and I must scream him into his meta avatar. I would like trap him forever in a singularity where he can only move around a very small digital box each day. Mm. Yeah, doing something to his mind would be pretty satisfying. Yeah. Do you think he actually is on the spectrum? People are always like defending him. By being like, he's why probably does, on the spectrum. Why does... I mean, you can be evil and on the spectrum. What? No, you can't. You d- no, whoa, 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 whoa. No disabled person is evil. You're right. Are you saying... <laughs> you're right. I want to... Sorry for our disabled audience. I, I'm... I've overstepped my boundaries. No, you can who, say it because you're disabled. Who was, the, who was the most evil disabled person? Dr. Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell he was bad because he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, and he was doing Heil Hitler's. Um, Dune is fat phobic. Uh, Baron Harkonnen is fat, so you know he's bad. And I thought he know, wasn't fat in this. Is no, he fat? They made him very fat. Yeah, oh, he's they made super him very fat. fat. It's great. Good. It's great. And they made him Stellan Skarsgård as well, so he's, he's always going... Oh, and that's what you don't know, little. I, I can't do it. Sounds stuff. like a Liam Neeson to me. <laughs> Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson. I have you. I will find you, and I will fuck you. I'll fuck you right in the ass. Come down has done a lot of Sunday. good Liam Neeson stuff lately, so I don't want to. <laughs> oh, they've done. I I don't listen to Come Down. I've been. Uh, you stop listening. To, you started taking new meds and stop listening to all your podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> the meds are working. I don't need. I don't need fake friends anymore. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Podcasts are just like, uh, I started enjoying movies again. So movies have taken up more space in my mind than podcasts. Wow. I, I, I didn't enjoy movies for a while. I wasn't into movies, but, yeah. uh, I've come to, I think since theaters started opening up and I went back into cinemas and I realized, uh, oh, there is, I do enjoy this experience. Well, yeah, I watched training day recently. Um, training day. Woo! It's a, I've never seen Training Day. It's not as good as I remembered. No. But it was one of the most quoted movies in school. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yes. Is what you would say. As he's, he says that at the end when he's sort of like yelling at the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the hood. Um, <laughs> that he has controlled as a 
corrupt narcotics officer for so long, and all of the members of the hood, as it were, turn their backs on him as he's making this impassioned speech. Mm. And then a bunch of Russians shoot him. So, sorry for spoiling it. Turns out he's a bad cop. Yeah, and it's it's really weird. It was released October 2001. So So right after 9/11? Yeah, directly after 9/11, everyone in America goes and sees Training Day and they're like, "Yep. Yep. Academy Award for Denzel Washington." He he won the Oscar for that? Yeah, he did. That's pretty good. Is is his uh role as uh what's his character's name? It's a famous movie character. Mm. Isn't it Alonzo or something? Uh, yeah, that's Alonzo. Yeah. He's uh what what makes the character so compelling? He's he's a bad cop, right? And Ethan Hawke is on his first day yeah, and he what, gets a glimpse into this bad cop. What makes cop's him world. so compelling is the gaslighting that he does. He's constantly yeah. gaslighting Ethan Hawke. That's which good. is very funny because by the end when Ethan Hawke's like been badly beaten and like finally shows up to confront him he just keeps on gaslighting him and he makes Ethan Hawke believe him even after he's basically like shot him <laughs> he's like no nah, man that was a test that, <laughs> yeah that was just a test to see if you're cool again the fourth mm-hmm. or fifth test and Ethan Hawke's like what really you mean you're really a good cop? And then he like shoots him again with a shotgun. It's like, oh, you fooled me again. Fool me five times. Shame on me. Mm. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's uh, yeah. That that's uh, that's secretly a horror movie as well. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, all I watched it with my three month old daughter. She really enjoyed it. Uh, your three month old daughter really identified with the yeah. Denzel Washington character. I was like, hey, hey, kid, you ever smoke Primo? Angel dust, yeah. PCP. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I I wish I had uh, an on-the-job mentor who gave me PCP. I think my career paths would have worked out differently if I if I had a cool boss like that. You know, well, it'd be good to have a cool boss like Alonzo in uh, training. Day, I mean, he know? does it so then he like has, then your boss can like make force you to do something because he's like if you don't you're going to get drug tested. That's the that's I, the play. I, it's a proactive. I have trouble getting motivated, you know. If I were fed a little PCP and told, you know, this would be leaked and unless I got the file the goddamn filing done, you know. PCP uh, never really like swept the nation. It never, it was, I feel it was like an early 90s thing. There was like a big angel dust scare. It's a very 90s drug. It's very like club drug, you know, Michael Eilig club kid scene, you know, people in spooky masks and uh, underground hip hoppers in the South. You know, that's all I remember is from that uh, Chappelle show sketch where the character grits and gravy, you know, is, uh, he won a lot of money and he bought a house for his mom and then spent the rest on PCP. Uh, Dave Chappelle used to be funny. Yeah, there's the white, the whitest kids, you know, sketch with the gallon of PCP. The gallon of PCP. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the dearly departed Trevor, uh, Trevor, what's his name? Do we Trevor a, Noah? Do we still do we from, still know how Trevor from Wise Kids? You know how do we still don't know how he died? I don't know. It was probably an accident or embarrassing. It'd be funny if it was autoerotic asphyxiation or something like that. I'm gonna Google it. 
You ever do that? It works. <laughs> what do you mean it works? You have, like, what wasn't working about masturbating for you? It didn't involve enough de- oxygen deprivation. It, it didn't, like, you know, you get bored after a while. You know, you, you give yourself a handy enough times. You, you, you want to mix it up with yourself. You know, people say to spice it up in the bedroom with your partner, but oh. they never talk about you, you know, which is why you got to start doing, you got to you got to put a, a whole handful of Frank's red sauce, uh, Frank's hot sauce in there and, you know, rub your penis. You got to just jack off with with uh, with various capsaicin, capsicum based sauces so that your your penis gets very sensitive and then, you know, you got to get a, a series of flies on there, a series of different flies. And, and these aren't like regular house flies. They're black flies. They're biting you, you know, and they're licking up the hot sauce, too, which they can't really handle. But they, so they're dying. And, you know, you don't brush them off your balls. Don't brush them. Leave them there. It's because, you know, that's, you want to get the mojos running. And uh, so you, you just have your ear fly festooned testicular region in your hot sauce dick, which is just screaming in agony. And, you know, the little blurble of cum that you make is slightly larger than last time. The blurble. That's what you do it for. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. So Trevor you know, Moore died of... Cum doesn't... Cause of death for of Trevor what? Moore is accident. Yeah. They're saying he fell. In yeah. his yard. And also in his yard is his homemade moonshine distillery. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. So uh, well. he may have been poisoned by methanol or blackout <laughs> we drunk. Don't, we have no way to know that. But um, it sounds to me like he died like a boss, making moonshine, getting fallen down drunk, and then smacked his head on the concrete and died. <laughs> that's, that's how i want to go that's how any of us should go yeah, yeah that's, you'll you'll rediscover once the kids off to college you'll go back to drinking as a hobby i think about that i mean that'll only happen if like my whole family dies and i'll move to alaska yeah, okay. and it's kind of a, been a fantasy of mine because I'm, I'm like i i have enough money to buy enough whiskey for the rest of my life maybe yeah how and then like let's calculate how much whiskey that would be I bet I'll live to, if I'm drinking a bottle of whiskey a day, I bet I can live to 55 doing that. So let's get 55 minus 32. <laughs> Got to crunch the numbers here of uh, drinking myself to death. Divided by 365. Really? You think you could get to 55 uh, drinking a bottle of whiskey? I don't know. A bottle's mm-hmm. pretty, I guess lots of people live like that. And people just used to live like that every day. That was just a thing that people, especially like... Uh, in the American Revolution days, everyone was just drunk all the time, right? Because they were yeah. always drinking flagons yeah. of ale because it was cleaner than the water. Yeah, they weren't drinking, like, whiskey constantly, but they were drinking yeah. cider constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's funny because it move. also gives you diarrhea. And that's also was a big problem because of cholera. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone was shitting themselves. Dude, yeah. The olden times, everyone was constantly <laughs> having diarrhea, was falling yeah. down drunk. Like was yeah. having crazy sex. sex yeah, they uh, Goody uh, Goody Menshevik, you know, had a solid shit, and they burned her as a witch. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, they were like, "What is that? You a broomstick came what out of your butt? What is that? A s- snakes? <laughs> no, it's a broomstick. It's just a. It's just a <laughs> you're right. That's spooky. That's spooky. 
broomstick turds. Well, that's the theory of the witches with broomsticks, is they used to make a compote, a psychedelic compote, and dip their broomsticks in it and shove them up their pussies. Um, I was watching the Mushrooms documentary on Netflix, which the first half of which is about regular mushrooms, and then the second half is just dedicated to psychedelic mushrooms. Hell yeah. Woo! Which was kind of annoying. I wanted just the, like, regular mushrooms. Like, come on. I don't... Because, like, the second half, it got really preachy, and they're like, you know, like, Uh old people... Old people who are sad and have dementia should take tiny amounts of magic mushrooms, and then they'll feel better, you know? And it's like... Dude, do you know what those old people probably did? <laughs> like, probably a bunch of fucked up shit. We should not be trying to make them happy. Um. <laughs> so you're going with your whole, we need to punish the elderly strategy. Yeah. 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 I think we can justify that. Withhold, yeah, all, of- withhold all euphoria-inducing drugs from the elderly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that's true, which is why they should just be on what like what are the worst drugs like Tylenol threes? Yeah, Tylenol is pretty bad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, salvia. Oh. We can give the old people salvia. salvia. Benadryl. I fucking hate Benadryl. Like yeah. I know some people like it, but Benadryl makes me feel like I weigh up like a ton of bricks and can't lift my like body up. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of good for sleeping because it, like, glues you to the bed. But if you have to then get up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, so they can they can have their Benadryl, Salvia, Tylenol 3 cocktails. and uh, I, like, I actually going. like Salvia. It's my kind of thing. Really? That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. It might just be because I got very, very lucky. But I had, like, three great Salvia trips. They've all been bad for me. I've I've always felt like I was becoming a series of cubes and melting into the couch. I did Not that kind of feelings. thing. Like I became static. <laughs> like I became static from a TV. Like white noise and static. And I was like, ah, I'm I'm all I'm disappearing into white noise. And then that I've recently like realized that the reason I can't answer the question, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" is because I want to be like an inanimate object. Okay. Um, like I want to be the camera that filmed mm. Pompe- uh, Pink Floyd live at Pompeii. Like, right. That's what I want to be. <laughs> uh, you should rob- robify yourself. You, you know, in Superman three or whatever, when the lady's becoming the robot and it's terrifying, you want that. That's what you you would like to. Or you know, the movie Upgrade, where the guy gets the chip that makes him a computer. You too could be object. Like a potato you- chip. <laughs> Yes, he gets a potato <laughs> chip installed in his brain. That's like, and a, he's slowly becoming a potato over the course of the movie. That's a, that's a Simpson. That should be a Simpsons gag. Homer should, getting a potato chip. You know installed. what my dream is to write for the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, write for Bad Simpsons. <laughs> season. I can always. I always know what season the Simpsons are on because I just add two or three to my year, my current mm-hmm. age. Um, yeah. So I guess they're on like season thirty-five, right? Yeah. No, I think they are on season. It is our age. So no, it's well, I'm 32. 32. Yeah. Oh shit. So Simpson started in 1989. Oh so, my yeah. god. It is. It's just our age. They have yeah. to stop. If they get up into the 60s, man. Whoa. It's. I mean, they can't get up any because I. They have to stop once one of the big voice actors die. Like they. They can't. 
they can't replace Dan Castellaneta as much as they'd like to joke about it, that, like, no one would sound right as Homer. Oh, I bet they would try. Uh, that would, They'd have to do a horrible... To do a horrible spinoff featuring the uh, Bart okay. and Lisa's well, children. Well, you just tell that to Adam in Lambert the... and Queen, who are still currently touring. <laughs> that is that is horrifying. I I always found that to be like I know you need money, but this seems like this this ersatz reproduction. Ah, car, who cares? I'm not even a huge Queen fan. Why do I care? Why do I care if they're not paying tribute to the legend Freddie Mercury? Well. I'm I'm not even a big Freddie Mercury guy. Who do I think is big like, Fred Castellaneta? Fred Castellaneta, yeah, I love Fred <laughs> Castellaneta. Uh, he's uh, he's a legend, a legend, a voice acting legend. I like how he, when Robin Williams was too pissed off to do the genie, he took over, and his genie better. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> for what? <laughs> for what? The t- uh, for, for Disney, for the Aladdin property. What, was there more? Was there Aladdin 2? There, yeah, there were several. There were three Aladdins, two direct-to-video Aladdins. The wow. the one where you found out Aladdin's dad. It's called Dad Laden. It was Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Dad Laden. Osama bin Dad Laden. Uh, can you imagine if they had tried to release Aladdin after 9-11? It would have never gone down. They would have, they would have accused it. They're flying these car- a- they, he's flying that carpet. <laughs> <laughs> right he's carpet the- bombing, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, th- that's a thing in Midnight Mass. Is uh, uh, one, oh, The character in it, Hassan, is a very popular character because he's hot. He's a hot guy. I forget the name of the actor that plays him. I think it's Raul Coley or something like that. Uh, but he's... Uh, it's it's a good character that unfortunately is unexplored because we spend most of the time with, like, a, a damaged white boy, a damaged but soulful white boy who once killed a lady uh, while drunk driving. Uh, That's the that, plot of Oz. <laughs> there you go. Well, except, yeah, he doesn't get raped by J.K. Simmons in this and although that would have been and funny christopher maloney you're right he gets raped a lot he gets traded around that prison oz is so funny <laughs> i love oz, oz. Is such a great show it's hard to watch <laughs> yeah why is it hard to watch well because it's it's got the the narrator aspect which is yeah weird. but that's funny that's so funny um it's it also it's kind camp. of dips in quality but it it ramps back up mm-hmm Till uh, I don't want to really spoil it, but it is kind of an old thing. I mean, eventually the main character who was we were just talking about, he takes a shit on J.K. Simmons' face, like as the like that's like what the where the show climaxes, which is very funny. Uh, they tried to yeah, that's fine. I'm going to spoil the White Lotus, but the White Lotus is also another HBO which climaxes with a person taking a shit. Wow. Yeah, you actually see him take the shit on screen. Yeah, I think you do in Oz, too. There you go. Huh. We, uh, we love we love our shit our shit endings. Yeah. Everyone loves to see guy shitting. It's fun. That's fun. I mean, it's really satisfying, probably, to shit in your enemy's <laughs> face. I guess so. Uh, it would be bad if they liked it, though, you know? It would be funny if you're like, man, if I could go back in time, I'd take a dump in Hitler's face. He's German. He'd love it. <laughs> 
he, yeah, yeah, he'll love the Jews now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna shit, in, but now we we now have super Israel. <laughs> oh no! I love how kinky it is. Yeah, oh yeah, we have you know first I various sexatoriums. First I hated them, but then I realized how kinky they were. I love them big Jewish titties, you know. They got big titties. And, you know, they suck good dick because they're trained in the clarinet <laughs> from age. You know, that's... Uh, we love Jewish women. We love... Uh, John Mulaney loved a Jewish woman. And then uh, he didn't. And then he loved Olivia Munn and then broke up. And then there was some Mulaney discourse. People very, very much care about his personal life. Because he's kind of... Because he's a little cute... And he's very funny. He's, you know, a little cute, very funny. Everyone likes guys like that. Little cute, very funny. He's not like, who's, who's like a really, I guess his friend Nick Kroll is comparably very hideous looking. Who, uh, even he himself says that he looks like a, uh, a, a anti-Jewish propaganda. <laughs> he's not that bad looking. No, he's not that bad looking. Funny story, uh, one of my friends as a bartender in New York mm-hmm. uh, had to serve Nick Kroll. And Nick Kroll was on a date. And they <laughs> stayed late and they were buying really expensive uh, drinks. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Kroll says to the girl, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> and so his date has to pay like a thousand dollar bar bill. That's incredible. I know. To be a rich guy and forget your wallet on a date. But he's not even just actor rich. His dad is like an insurance magnate or something like that. Oh, that's badass. I'm, I feel bad for my kid because she's not going to have a badass insurance magnate dad. She's going to have a dad who's like, I made $1,000 one time. <laughs> that's okay. Everyone likes dads like that. Um, not when you, uh, not when you get to St. Peter, not when you get to the pearly gates, God is like, how much judges you? Yeah. How much money did you make? (laughs) Like a thousand dollars once. (laughs) Oh man. Straight to hell. That's probably it. What if, what if like American exceptionalist capitalism is the one true path and it's Mm -hmm. just like, um, you needed to, the whole goal of humanity was to see who could rape and pillage the planet fast enough. And because you, like, thought you had morals, you thought, you thought you were doing the right thing. But no, you should have been extracting mineral ore. What were you doing? You were sitting around making jokes and talking about socialism when you should have been grinding your teeth against uh, the, the, the belt plate of an old Congolese silver mine. And you'd say to them, you know, old Matumbo. Get out here. Well, and whoa, okay. <laughs> Guys, That's super. enough for that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to hear about uh, my fantasy exploits in the Congolese silver mine? Um, um, well, let's you save know, that You don't for the think this is episode. going anywhere good? Let's save this, it for this the is bonus probably, episode. We're going to riff. We're going to riff hard on this. Um, we're going to talk about... We should start promoting early. January of this year, we're going to start our Patreon, aren't we? Sure. Now, let's, say it, let's say it on the show so we have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to pay us five mm-hmm. extra dollars. Extra, because you're paying zero for 80 episodes of content. Mm-hmm. 
you'll be able to start paying us five bucks a month for one extra episode a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. No guarantees. <laughs> and also, if you pay us a certain amount of money, I'll draw something for you. Do you want a picture of a snake in spats? That's amazing. How does he get them on? He's a snake. Who knows? Well, you can request that of me, and I'll dream it up in my mind. Yeah, brain. Alex only takes um, cryptocurrency that's bad for the environment, though. Yeah. Be aware. You have to pay him in something that burned a forest down. Yeah. Or or ironic cryptocurrency. Yeah, like Shibu, Shib, Shibu in, Shiba Inu coin. Yeah, or um, a Norman Finkelstein coin. <laughs> Dude, make a Norman Finkelstein. I can help you make your own cryptocurrency. It's not that hard. You just kind you of. You want to make Finkelcoin? Yeah. You just kind of. What, <laughs> that sounds like, a little anti-Semitic. There's the 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 Dogecoin competitor now. Shiba Inu is basically just on Ethereum. You can just make an Ethereum token thing and turn it into a, your own coin or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of starting a uh, Jewish lifestyle website, you know, like an ironic Jewish lifestyle website called The Mindful Merchant, and I would sell yoga-themed, you know, because that's a thing, you know, self-effacing humor. There was a, there was a, there was a general interest Jewish hipster magazine called Hebe for a bit. No, there wasn't. Yeah, it, oh, it's real. Man. Look it up. The interview with Sarah Silverman. Uh, the Jews are funny and poking fun at themselves, but they're also hipsters. Who knew that could happen? So I'm, I, I'm, I would do any like it would have stuff like eat, pray, Kaddish or something like that, or, uh, or uh, I don't know, uh, shirts that have weaving that say "Thanks a Lotka," something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Uh, See, I'm already I'm successfully marketing the the mindful merchant. Uh, I'm picturing I'm picturing like the happy merchant, but instead he's uh, you know has a serene look on his face, and he has one of those uh, he has one of those side shave haircuts. Well, I think you know to get a good like if we're gonna make this investment in the show, we definitely need to start doing more advertising like in the show. Yeah, um, yeah. And then maybe we can send clips of it sort of to the companies we pick and be like, hey, we advertised you. Uh, can yeah. you send us money? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I will. I will glad, gladly advertise for Hank's guns, the best guns in town. I want uh, to advertise for CNN. So watch CNN. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> you get all the news you need all on one channel, 24 hours a day. It's it's the original podcast, you know. If you thought you had good fake friends with you know, a bunch of Brooklyn hipsters, imagine how much you'll have a rapport with old Wolf Blitzer. Um, and you know he's yeah. your buddy. Don Lemon, your buddy. Anderson Cooper, your buddy. The news has been super boring lately. Uh, I, I, there's been some good items. It's been, uh, in America, it's been infrastructure bill this, infrastructure bill that. Cinema and mansions screwing us again. Now, uh, and yeah, slowly this infrastructure bill is being pared down from the original 3.5 trillion to, uh, something less. Probably end up in the 1.2 trillion range or something like that. Maybe even less. Who knows? That's, but I don't know anything about it. I, I've just been vaguely following. Yeah, it's a very boring time. 
Um, um, well, my favorite news item of the week was the horrifying dorm cube. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that was very funny to me yeah, in they're, every they're bu- every they, possible they're way. They're building it and they can't stop building it. They're they're contractually obligated to continue building the dorm cube. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. I I mean, you know, Foucault. Foucault would say if Foucault would be coming all over the walls because he'd be like, "Oh no, this dorm is a prison. Everything is a prison." Uh, and he'd probably be trying to fuck some of the students because he was horny. He's a guy that uh, allegedly liked uh, glass-bottom boats. Um, so the dorm cube, like, I don't think it's that bad, but it's funny, like, that there's only two entrances, and it's supposed to house <laughs> yeah. 4,000 people. Yeah, it's a bit of a fire hazard. Like, I hope they have exits. I hope they have, like, a bunch of exits. Uh, do you think they'll get them to redesign it? Do you they think can. they'll have, like, because... It's in the contract. They get sued. But, I mean, that can't be up. Like, there has to be fire safety codes in California that that intervenes, right? That that, that contravenes, I should say. I mean, that would be one way to hopefully stop it from happening. But it does. if it already got approved, then it's probably somehow got some kind of loophole. Um, but mm-hmm. really, you know... These are our future employees we're talking about. Do we want them to be well-adjusted? Or do mm. we kind of want them to be indoor kids who didn't grow up with windows? Yeah. I, well, I think it's going to be a thing where they develop a, a hierarchy based on who is the most central in the cube. Like, like they make fun of the window people. The window people are like the lobies. They can't take the pressure. You know, so, and they have a crutch in natural light. Mm. And as you get closer to the center of the cube, you get closer to the heart. Uh, and, you know, you become one with the community. You become the speaker of the cube, you know. Well, what's funny is like uh, in, in sort of a Bruce Lee style fashion, there will be a challenge to fuck your way through the cube. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. For, for the... <laughs> Like sorority and fraternity. I would love to see a version of Game of Death, but you have to fuck your way through the tower, and like you got to fuck Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's he's too big. He's got a big dick. You can't. That's pretty difficult. It's hard. It's very difficult. You know, it it would be a real challenge, but you know, you get up there eventually. Uh, Game of Death fucking rules. That movie fucking rocks so hard i mean all bruce lee movies are great you know bruce lee was too fast for the camera really yeah i I learned that on it's a reddit fact i learned recently but um, you mean when he was coming he he his cum would just come out incredibly fast maybe when he was coming but when he was fighting you know he did the one inch cum you know he was fighting his motions were so fast they could not be caught on film because of the speed of his motions he would he would go he would go faster than one twenty fourth of a fr- see this would never happen with sixty fps I know why we should have sixty fps for all movies uh, I mean see I mean another problem with the rigging back to rigging back to, I, I, the uh, stuff is animated like in video in video game animation because you don't have to animate frame per frame you can have computer animated stuff that's at 60 fps which adds that yeah you, you, you ever seen like a an hd tv with motion smoothing they fixed that and you know they, that doesn't happen anymore i'm very well aware of this yes 
Yeah. They fixed it. But, uh, yeah. So I guess stuff doesn't really look like that, but it can... Yeah, it can... It's that ghostly feel, that unearthly, that uncanny valley feeling that is present when I like six FPS like stuff. I like it on YouTube. Mm. Um, I like it in porn. <laughs> that's good. You could do super slow motion pornography. Yeah. Very do you think anyone slow. do people do you think people would watch slow motion pornography? Yeah. Of course. Like like really high definition. Like I bet you could do yes, like this uh, already exists. Like really slow mo pornography of like various things hitting a titty and you can see the ripples in the titty. Like, like you mean like slow mo like on a nature show, like seriously slowed down, like like yes. one nine hundredth. Yeah, of... yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you like throw a ping pong ball at a titty and you can see the ripples in it it's and like you... a science guy explaining the physics. Yeah. As we yeah, see yeah. here, the brownie in motion of the cum droplet. As it's yeah. flung upon the titty. Yeah, wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't you want to see like it's a Planet Earth style documentary, and the cums just coming at you, and and like Vivaldi's Winter is in the background. Yeah, Sir David Attenborough's <laughs> pornography. No, <laughs> he's narrating what? a documentary about pornography. That Good would be stuff. great. I would love to hear it. David Attenborough, he's an old British man, so it'd be funny if he said dirty things like. I'm going to fuck your mother in the fucking cunt. <laughs> Don't make me fuck your mother in the cunt again. That's his catchphrase now. <laughs> David Attenborough with his classic catchphrase. Don't make me fuck your mother in the cunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was always saying it to the Planet Earth crew when they would fuck up. Don't make me fuck your mother in the cunt now. <laughs> Don't make me fuck her. So in other news, the Supreme Court is going to gonna do the texas abortion law really yeah on monday they're gonna talk they're... about it in the supreme court well that's probably gonna they're probably gonna uphold it i imagine i don't know it's a stupid ass law uh this is this is the abortion hunter law right yeah, the, the stupid ass law where you're like anyone can sue anyone related to an abortion and get yeah. ten thousand dollars yeah, and you have to the, the you. It's like what six weeks that they give you to yeah, figure out you if six you're pregnant. Fucking or not. weeks, you barely know you're pregnant. Yeah, uh, and there's I'm that sure gives there you like a, a lot two of... week window, and like in the most ideal circumstances, because you don't know you're pregnant until you've missed your first period, which is four weeks, right? And so then you yeah. have like a two week window to figure it out. If you're very lucky, if you're a lady who always gets your period on time. A lot of women mm-hmm. can have a cycle that's like six months and then two months and then four months and then three months and then five months and then like what? Like they don't know. It's crazy. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, won't they just, won't the Supreme Court just rely on the conservative members, even if they're not anti-abortion or have that as an axe to grind, which is uh, probably naive since they're all probably anti. I imagine Neil Gorsuch is probably anti-abortion i think one of i think roberts will vote against it and i think one of the other conservative members will vote against it for being like basically like indefensible in terms of the constitutionality uh what's indefensible they don't have have the standing 
the state to administer its state the, of war, the, or no, the, the standing to like an individual okay. does not have standing to sue someone else for getting it, for them getting an abortion, and they certainly yeah. don't have the standing to sue someone else for aiding, like. But that so that part of the that part of the legislation will be shot down. The yeah, six the, weeks though will remain. Um, I, I don't know if they're separate laws, so I don't think you. I don't know if you can separate them out. Hmm. I don't know if they remand it back to appeal court to separate it because I, I have no I idea. I don't think they're separate. I mean, maybe they can do that. I guess the Supreme Court can, like, strike down parts of laws. Yeah, that's I, that frequently happens. Um, but uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something analogous to suing someone because they got an abortion. Uh, someone who did something in their own personal life so anyone unaffected i guess it's like um the more it's like but i guess you couldn't personally sue someone if they said something bad on the i guess if you were like really cynical you could like sue someone for like negligent infliction of emotional distress or something like that because they said something bad on TV or something. Or you could make, like, a human rights complaint or something like that. Mm. I mean, uh, the, the more important one is this Mississippi law, because that's, like, a less crazy kind of law. It's just restricting abortion down to 15 months, mm. I think. No, not months, sorry, 15, 15 weeks. 15 weeks. 15 months would be fun. That's... Uh, <laughs> That's, you got a three-month-old. Um, yeah. That's a classic thing is you're getting like a 40-second trimester abortion. You know? It'd be really funny if there's like a, they do a typo. It's like you can yeah. get an abortion up to 15 months after pregnancy. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. Oh, we, yeah. we did a typo. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, Mississippi. But they got to uphold it. It's the law. It, they want to reduce it to 15 weeks, which is something I do think this this current Supreme Court will uphold. So Yeah. And then you'll see all the states really restricted down to like 15 weeks or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an this talk about horror. You know, that's the real horror. If you were to do like a a horror movie about Abortion. I, I always thought, you know, that would be like you could do like a, a, a Rosemary's baby where a lady is trying to get the devil aborted out of her. Mm-hmm. Like she's been impregnated by the devil and the child is the Antichrist and she can't find anybody that will give her an abortion. They're all saying, no, you have to carry the Antichrist to term. You know, I just thought that would be an interesting movie to to make by someone who is not me. Make an can, animated you know, make it an animated version. You're right. I'll make an animated. What if you were make cartoon? What if Rose? Yeah, instead of Rosemary's Baby, it's Rosemary's Abortion. Uh, That's what I your new your next your next horror cartoon strip. Uh, I've I've had some ideas for some horror cartoon strips. I I have this one where uh, I had this idea where all the bridges go on strike. Uh, I was walking across a bridge the other day, and I was thinking, what if the what if they installed like smart bridge technology, and all the bridges started communicating, and they decided they weren't going to have it anymore, and you know they they started fighting us, and they're they're giants, and you know we, they were unstoppable, and they took over the world, and we weren't prepared, and so, uh, but the bridges, you know, 
uh, decide to go off, but they 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 rule humanity from afar and decide that no one will have any bridges anymore. So humanity can't cross bridges anymore, and there becomes all this divergent evolution with the bridges as our gods. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> do the do I, the uh, do the scary abortion one. Uh, <laughs> uh, the bridge one is cool, man. It sounds like re- <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> like we can't, like humanity can't cross bridges anymore. Is really yeah. But what something? if the bridges were kings? You know, what if they were our gigantic rulers? And you know, they walked around on all fours very menacingly. So they're smart bridges. Okay, they're smart bridges. Yeah. Um, and smart bridge technology. You know? What, dude? What if then they get allied with the tunnels? Uh, they didn't uh, make smart tunnel technology. Oh, uh, <laughs> just look. I'm shooting your idea down. It's not a. It's, it's okay. a bad idea. The tunnels. You at least tunnels in, alive. That would be in, fucking stupid. Can you put? Can you at least put in them shooting the idea down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tunnels. Yeah. Uh, the bridges communicate uh, through. Uh, a series of beeps and clicks. Well, isn't there a horror movie called Channel, or is that a fake from Seinfeld? I feel that's fake from Seinfeld. That sounds like a fake horror movie from Seinfeld. Yeah, but I'm pretty might, sure. I mean, Channel sounds like Channel is just a horrible term in general. It sounds like uh, it sounds like a, a UK gay euphemism for somebody's unwashed asshole or something. You know. So yeah, Channel is like a. Is, 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 I'm on Seinfeld.fandom.com slash wiki <laughs> slash list of uh, Seinfeld fictional films. Channel is a yeah. fictional film mentioned in the episode The Pool Guy. Um, mm-hmm. From what little is heard of the movie's content, the plot appears to involve an explosion in the channel. Uh, Larry David can be heard saying the line, everybody out of the channel. Um, <laughs> oh, the president's daughter is trapped in the channel. Mr. President, your daughter is the child. Seinfeld's great. Seinfeld is a classic for, for good reasons. Uh, yeah, channel is just an incredibly funny word. Wasn't... But there is an... I feel that there is an action movie set in the channel. Uh, and I am looking that up right now. SAS Red Notice. Uh, yep. Yeah. Climaxes with an attack. Daylight with Viggo Mortensen. No, that's not in a channel. That's in a tunnel, but not a channel. The channel's very specific. Uh, so what's up your channel lately? Uh, I, I stig. What's up your channel lately? Oh, I'm going down, going down to Tesco. I'm going to get some beans down at the Tesco. Uh... I like, uh, you ever watch Hammer horror movies? You ever watch those old Hammer horror movies? With Peter Sounds Cushing familiar. as Van Helsing and Christopher Lee as Dracula. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't go, I want to suck your dick. But he would say, and say that's a classic. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Imagine getting a blowjob from Dracula. That would be toothy. He wouldn't give a good blowjob because he's got fangs. I guess he can retract him. Dracula probably got gay with it. Like, all those vampires are pansexual. Yeah, Tom Cruise, you know. Was he um, gay in Interview with the Vampire? Brad Pitt. They were, were they gay vampires? 
think they or were pedophile did they just, vampires. Were they, okay, that's no good. Were they yeah. homosexual, homo or heterosexual pedophiles? I think he was a heterosexual because he yeah. isn't isn't Kirsten Dunst a vampire in that? Yeah. But a very yeah. young Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those can't should, they can't chalk one up for the gay. They're heterosexual vampires. Hmm. That's what heterosexual pedophile vampires. Uh, as opposed if, to wonder if that movie will be on tonight. Pardon? I said I wonder if that movie will be on TV tonight. Interview with the vampire. Catch it on the TV. Don't miss it. You remember Catch when you could te- miss television. things? Remember when the yeah. TV you could miss things on TV? Like oh fuck, I missed this on TV. When will mm-hmm. it be on again? Yeah, we don't we don't have that sense of wonder and mystery anymore started with home video and it's just uh we've become too greedy in our need for content yeah they shouldn't a, they shouldn't allow people to record anything yeah it should be the left nfl up to the had it right hmm? i'm pro metallica metallica was right about napster fuck the haters i mean you know. if <sighs> no, what, they, what, what ended up not. was we got spotify out of it which is i think worse so he yeah, may have had a worse. point. Like if, it, if we had just continued with you have to buy CDs and like the MP3 was made illegal. Like you are not allowed to make digital files out of music. <laughs> yeah. That would have been interesting. Maybe we'd still have like bands like Aerosmith and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're missing all these Aerosmith bands. We need more. We need people to bring back the Aerosmith sound. They tried to do that with Zeppelin with Greta Van Fleet, and I guess they were mildly successful. Oh, there's always a a, a bunch of long hairs that try to bring back Zeppelin. There was that happened like in, when we were in high school. I can't even remember yeah, the Wolf name. Wolf Mother. That's, Talking about that was Wolf when we Mother. were in college. There was one before that too. There's always one. Uh, there's always a Zepp band. Yeah. Soundgarden to some degree was always. I thought. I mean, what really separated was Chris Cornell's beautiful voice. But th- those guys were doing just hard zeppelin songs for a while it's it'd be funny if that's how they were thought of like in the, the 90s like they are the guys like us man. just being like man another fucking zeppelin clone <laughs> <laughs> that's why he killed himself chris cornell because we were talking guys like us were talking smack about him we're to blame uh, no it was i believe uh what happened was he was sad about the future because he had a worm tunnel with chad bennington and so he's sad he about tunnel? the worm tunnel of Chad Bennington having killed himself. And Chad Bennington was sad about the past where Chris Cornell killed himself. And so they basically killed each other. Oh, it was a loop. It, you're saying mm-hmm. they were in a Donnie Darko-like suicide loop. Yeah, you exactly. Know, where they had to die in order for... Uh, I, I do think that's... That's really, you know, can you... It, it's sort of sweet that your best bud kills himself and then you do it too. I hope when I do it, Steve... <laughs> No. Oh well, no. we have a similar no. style relationship. You're Chad Bennington to me. I, Chris I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Chester Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington. Chester I'm Bennington. sure a uh, dearly departed Chester Bennington thought his best friend in the world was Chris Cornell. But I wonder if you had asked Chris Cornell who his best friend was, if he would have said Chester Bennington. <laughs> 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 that's a very one-sided friendship yeah i love those kinds of friendships uh uh, uh lincoln park idol. great band 
People are have people reevaluated Linkin Park as a great band? No, they've dropped out of the news. And the, you know, both Chester Bennington's death and Chris Cornell's death are part of Q and on now. Is it? Yeah, because they were gonna they were gonna spill the beans. They were gonna they were gonna say what they saw about uh, Hillary Clinton. I mean, being being molested was a very big part of Chester Bennington's whole pitch. You know, yep. it's like I'm very dark, and I and was that's molested. probably what happened to Chris Cornell too. They were both yeah. molested by Hillary Clinton. I mean, uh, and that's why they tried you know, to outlaw grunge don't music get me in wrong the nineties. That's why they tried to like, outlaw. <laughs> what? That's why they tried to outlaw grunge music in the nineties. Because <laughs> uh, they were the, the everyone was talking about molestation. None of those grunge guys got canceled. Yeah, they all got think fucking like killed. A, Chris Cobain, uh, Kurt yeah. Cobain got killed by Hillary yeah. Clinton. Hillary You're Clinton right. dressed up like. His bitch wife. Hillary <laughs> Clinton dressed up like Courtney Love. <laughs> Courtney Love is a distraction, man. Uh, uh, yeah, Kirk O'Game is going to spill the beans on the deep state pedophiles. Yep. And that's why they got him. You know that song, Polly? That, that's real. That happened. Yeah, another guy was the guy from, uh, uh, I think, Mud Honey? Who's the guy that died that made them all sad? Oh, uh, the guy from Mother Love Bone. Mother Love Bone, yeah. Or uh, yeah, and then didn't they make Temple Temple yeah. of the Dog about him? Yep. And and they would <laughs> say hello to heaven is a song that <laughs> does ages the most poorly out of any grunge song I've ever heard. Yeah, well, the like the ballad for your dead friend is oh, such a classic. We need to bring that back. We need to bring back dead friend ballads. Nobody's dying anymore. You know, you're right. Everybody's too alive now. Yeah, because everyone's just doing safe stuff, like going on their phone on their couch. Yeah, used to be in the grunge days, you'd have to, you know, go out and knife a cow and fuck the hole, and your friends would be egging you on, and they'd be chanting "Seattle, Seattle." <laughs> they were all very proud of Seattle. <laughs> you yeah, were fucking the cow hole, yeah. and the and cow would be bucking. You'd all share a cup of chocolate milk, and that's the most grunge thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, just four guys with bendy straws all sharing the same cup of chocolate milk. Uh, just looking deeply into each other's eyes with their hands curved into fists, perching their chin on the little buttress that's made underneath. It's, uh, it's a beautiful scene, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, w- I I think if you're in a band, you should all have to sleep in the same bunk bed. And so you two, should all... per, two per um, per bunk. As it no, were. you'd have a four. You'd have a four person bunk bed. They'd be very tall bunk beds. Oh, okay. Very and tall you bunk would bed. all have caps. Yeah. So if we're talking guitar, bassist, drummer, yeah. lead guitarist. I guess it kind of. I guess you want the lead singer at the. Who's the most important member? Who's the one at the bottom? I guess the drummer, right? Uh, the drummer is the most important. Yeah, yeah, it depends on which band, what kind of band. Pretty sure the drummer's the most important part of the band. If the drummer leaves, you don't have the band anymore. That's true. Every it's it's very it's very difficult to replace a drummer. As anyone who's been in any band can tell, drummers are rare. Yes, and especially you, ones that lug their own equipment around. So you, you keep want to do whatever floor. you can. Yeah. They're not up on the fifth bunk like the lead singer is, because you can always find another lead singer. 
And then right under oh. that lead guitar player, you can always maybe actually lead guitar player should be at the most dangerous bunk and lead singer under that because if it's a good yeah. lead singer, that's hard to replace. You can always find a shitty lead singer. But. I I think you would argue that you want the lead singer on top because you need his voice pure in order. Well, not j- just to carry, but uh, like who who's ever on the bottom bunks is getting you know four bunks of farts in their face. You know. Yeah, so. but the drummer always gets farted on because he's at the yeah. back. And the yeah, bass player exactly. is like second one up because the bass player has to be right next to the drummer because they have to stay in sync. Right. That's yeah. the, the got to develop a rapport. Yeah. And so the drummer should be inhaling the bass player's farts. They can, I is, mean, you know, farts, farts can go one bunk up, I think, you know. If it's a hot room, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they would, they presume you're in a cold room, you know, you're in a van. And this is. This bunk bed is in a very tall van. You know, you're touring across the country in your tall vans with your tall bunk beds in them. You got one Uh, roadie who doesn't sleep who drives the van. (laughs) Yeah, he's just driving the van all the time. And it's a real, it's a real, um, uh, the wind knocks it over a lot because it's very top heavy. So uh, you're always, you know, blocking traffic and trying to uh, get the van right side up again. And you're always arguing. And And the only way you can like get it right side up is you have to have... Each band member has to be on the other band member's shoulders as you yeah. lift the van up. Yeah. So you kind of have to be kind of acrobatic gymnast types. It's all a team building exercise. I mean that in your you can't afford uh, five sets of clothing. So what you do is you actually have to double up and wear the same overalls. You know, you you have to get on the guy. You're you're just walking around town like that. You're on your bandmate's shoulders and you're wearing overalls strapped over both your shoulders and it gives a, a comical hee-haw like effect mm. to the whole affair that's also team building well we've got 15 minutes over so everyone who's <laughs> listened this far actually owes us money um yeah you yeah. owe us 25 cents this will be what our bonus content is yeah like. if you like bonus content which would be like what we just did with the band sketch uh Go to houseofdecline.com and register uh, there, and you mm. will be on our newsletter and get all the updates. Happy Halloween!